today's story is Do Not Enter Here by P.A. Nightmares. Being startled awake by a loud noise, I quickly realized that I am receiving a video call. Walking across the room, answering it, the voice on the other end said, Hello, Commander. I need to speak with you about an urgent mission concerning a group of miners we have lost contact with on Mars. Yes, sir. I'll be down in the briefing room in five minutes. After getting dressed and ready to go, I quickly rush out of my quarters into the briefing with HQ. Upon entering, I see my team has already arrived. Greeting them with a quick nod, I ask any idea why we've been drug out of bed at this ungodly hour. HQ speaks up. You and your team have been brought here to discuss your next mission. You will be charged with leading a mission onto the surface of Mars. Your goal is to find and retrieve the lost miners. We've been out of communication with them for over 48 hours, so we're sending in your team due to the fact that you guys have had a lot of successes with these kinds of missions in the past. Good luck, Commander. Leaving HQ, I go back to my quarters and review over all the information I was given along with the materials of the last recording from the lost mining crew. Meyer's last transmission. No, 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 we, we shouldn't be here. Our mining, it's disturbed something that has been laying dormant. But now, oh god, it's awake. Heed my warning, if you receive this transmission, abandon all activities here and save yourself. Oh, oh god, oh no, 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 no. The transmission ended there with a deafening roar and the miner screaming. At the end of the transmission, the loud roar that I heard was concerning. So I went to work trying to determine what it came from. I put it in an analyzer and did not come up with any known matches. It sounded like it could be from a living creature. However, at the same time, it could be from something different altogether. Lost deep in my thought, I didn't even realize that we had landed until one of my other crew members shook me from my thoughts. Sir, we've arrived. We're preparing for departure. I'd suggest getting your suit on and meeting us at the loading bay, he said. Getting my suit on and filling my pack with all the necessary items I may need to find and retrieve the lost miners. If there's anything to find and retrieve, that is. The thought came unbidden, but at the same time, it was a likely possibility. The fear in his voice and the noise at the end of that recording has given me cause for great concern. And now that we're on Mars, I'd be lying if I said I was not one jump scare away from pissing my pants. I make my way to the loading bay and prepare myself for whatever it is that we're about to stumble into. I press the button on the ramp and began the descent onto the red planet, stepping out of the ship and pulling out the receiver to get the last known location of the miners. On foot... Their destination was just over two hours away from our landing zone, so we went and retrieved the rovers to reduce the amount of time it would take to get to our destination. Getting into the rover, we pulled out of the loading bay, the trip now only taking 30 minutes. We quickly found ourselves at the mouth of a cave. Upon entering, the atmosphere was drastically different. I had a very bad feeling and it was validated shortly after getting inside. 
We rounded the corner and came face to face with a fresh corpse. Walking over to it and analyzing the area around him, he had written his last words in the dirt. He who enters here abandons all hope. Not knowing why he would choose these as his last words, I removed my scanner from my pack to recover his identity. He appeared to be one of the miners that we were searching for. I have no clue what happened to him. It looked like some kind of animal or machine chewed him up and spat him out. Almost on cue, the floor started to vibrate, and an all-too-familiar sound could be heard echoing from deep inside the cave. Yelling over the noise to my team, uh, Get to the exit now. We can't be caught here when this cave comes crashing down. Turning around, we rushed to the entrance of the cave. However, there was a wall where the entrance once was. What do we do now? Frank yells. Well, now, Frank, there's not much else we can do, other than bend over and kiss our asses goodbye. The floor cracked, and a massive hole formed, swallowing everyone up like the maw of a gigantic beast, dropping them into a massive abyss. No one appeared to be injured from the impact. Regaining my bearings, I retrieved my flashlight and began to examine the room. As I slowly made my way around the dark room with nothing but my flashlight, I finally came upon a light switch. The room was flooded with the blinding white light. In the middle of the room sat a table with yet another dead body on it. However, this one was strapped down and had clear indicators of someone or something performing a surgical operation on them. Upon closer inspection, I realized that this was one of the miners we had been sent here to retrieve. Continuing with my search of the lab, we heard a, a noise in the corner of the room. What came out was some kind of humanoid creature. It moved fast, launching itself off its hind legs and taking flight. In the blink of an eye, it cleared the length of the room, tackling Ken onto the ground. We tried to pull this thing off of him, but before we knew it, the two front appendages shot into his neck. The creature threw us off and spun around to face us. It stood on two of its hind legs, showing this creature was also bipedal. On its hind legs, it easily stood over six foot tall. One of our crew members opened fire. The bullets ricocheted off of its glossy black skin, causing them to be sent back at the team. During the chaos, a big burly man came running up behind the creature and tackling it to the ground. Catching it by surprise, he pulled out a surgical saw, easily dismembering the creature's limbs. He started with the front two appendages and continued from there. This caused it to bleed out. After the chaos died down, I realized the stray bullets ended up killing James. Huh. What the fuck was that? And who the hell are you? I asked the stranger. My name is Anthony. Getting a closer view of him, I noticed that he was clearly a miner in a work uniform. That, my friend... It was something that lives deep underground, and our mining has disturbed it. I call them insectoids, considering they're clearly mostly insect, however, having very humanoid characteristics. Frank laughs. You've been here for two full days, and that's the best name you can come up with? Anthony responds. Well, if you've got something better to call them, I'm all ears. Frank shakes his head. Well, I thought not, numb nuts, so just sit there and let the adults talk. These bastards are bulletproof, as you have seen. They can't actually see you, but they can damn well hear you. 
any sound can bring them down to your location in seconds. And they never hunt alone. Cutting off the limbs disables them and eventually causes them to bleed out. That's the only way I've found to be able to kill them. But, as you've noticed, frontal assault is best avoided. Yeah, I could see that. This doesn't make things easy. We'll need to be quiet and avoid getting spotted at all costs. Problem is finding a way out. Any idea on that? You think if I had found a way out, I'd still be here? Seriously, like I was just waiting for you fucks because you're so high and mighty? I could not do it without you. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been hiding in this room since these creatures have shown up. They're nocturnal. They never come out during the day unless they hear sound, so we just need to stay quiet and find a way out. I suggest that before we head out, you should all search the area for any weapons, considering conventional weapons are obviously useless. We searched through the room, didn't find anything particularly useful, other than a few axes and a flare gun with a few extra flare cartridges. Armed with our new weapons, we prepared to set out further into the subterranean structure. The team turned on their flashlights and exited the lab, slowly making their way through the structure. It looked much like the rest of the area up to this point. The walls were made with a metallic substance while ventilation pipes ran the length of the hallway. With no sign of the insectoids, we continued forward. I led the group, followed by Anthony, Frank, Eric, and then Mike. As we ventured down the hall, a sound that might as well have been a pack of elephants charging through the room came from the back of the group. Mike had dropped his flashlight. The look on his face was one of utter terror. We all held our collective breath as we waited to see if anything would happen. A buzzing sound could be heard from above us, turning the flashlights upwards only to witness the creature diving down in Mike's direction, much like a hawk would dive at their prey. The insectoids were on him before any of us could react. Having to sit there and listen to his screams of anguish for what felt like an eternity was unbearable. And after they were finished, the mangled bodies of our former friend lay scattered all over the place. Seeing the dead body of another one of our friends was... It was heart-wrenching. Not being able to say anything aloud made it even worse. Performing the sign of the cross as a gesture of mourning was all that we could do. However, at the sight of seeing his long friend lay on the ground, ripped apart and left to rot, sent Frank into a frenzied rage. The scream that escaped his lips was full of sorrow. This caused multiple insectoids to come flying at him. Frank took one of them out with a few frenzied slashes, and the others were on him moments later. Watching two of our friends die minutes apart was not something anyone expected. The shock set in quickly. However, there was no time to mourn. We needed to get out of there right away. Moving quickly and quietly, attempting to get out of the range of the creatures, we picked up the pace. Not bothering to try and open any doors that were sealed to prevent making any unnecessary noise, we finally rounded a corner, and the hallway opened up into a room that contained a, a bunch of cylinder-like pods holding more of these mutated monsters. Entering the room, making sure to stay as quiet as possible, we began to explore. The room was circular and contained many pods with these insectoids in them. However, we had no way of knowing if they were alive or not. What happened next could only be described as the slowest act of stupidity I have ever witnessed. 
Eric walked over to the pod and tapped on the glass. This stupid man tapped on the glass like he was at some sort of goddamned aquarium. The eyes of the creature in the tubes opened up simultaneously. I yelled run as the glass began to break and the creatures clawed their ways out of the pods. Eric, it was still standing there like he had no idea of what was happening. We heard his screams as we ran down the hallway trying to escape the angry horde of creatures. They were far faster than we could have ever imagined. Coming from all sides, we were pinned up against a wall as they closed in. In a last-ditch effort, I grabbed the flare gun out of the pack and fired it at the group of creatures that now slowed down as they savored the victory of their hunt, ready to strike down on their prey. As the flare erupted and made contact with the creatures, they burst into flames, as much of a fire if it were to make contact with dead wood. Noticing that the smoke from the fire was being blown away from us, I looked over to Anthony. I pulled him in the opposite direction. If there was a breeze, then maybe there was a way out. Following the hallway, we noticed it gradually went uphill, traveling for what felt like an eternity. We finally came out to a bright day on Mars. The red planet had never looked so beautiful. There, the two rovers laid abandoned. We hopped onto one of them and made our way back to the ship. Upon our arrival, we noticed that the loading bay was still wide open. We both went inside. The pilot and the security detail laid dead. It looked as if they had been dead ever since we'd left. I can only assume that the sound of the rovers drew them to the ship shortly after we left. Hearing a sound on the ceiling, we looked up to see at least five of the creatures, and one was heading right for us. Anthony shoved me out of the ship, and I went falling down the ramp. Losing the flare gun during the fall, I looked up to see Anthony being eaten alive. His screams alone were gut-wrenching. I heard him yell, shoot them, going to look for the flare gun I had dropped during my fall. It lay at least ten feet away from me, and I quickly retrieved it. Spinning around, I noticed that a massive hole had been dug underneath the ship with hundreds of them pouring out. I grabbed the flare gun, reloaded it, and shot the flare into the massive group and watched as they were engulfed in flames. Whatever the fire did not kill, the massive explosion from the ship took care of. But me? I'm now stuck on this rock with little else to do. I pulled out my radio to make one last transmission to Mission Command. This is Jack. I was the commander of the search and rescue crew, sent here to retrieve the lost miners. Everyone else is dead except for me. Do not come to Mars. Do not come and do not try to rescue me. This planet, it's infested with creatures that are extremely dangerous. Abandon all activities here and save yourself. This is Jack, signing off. After the transmission ended, I took my helmet off and slowly allowed myself to join my team. Hey there, friends. I hope you all enjoyed this fantastic story. This was once again, Do Not Enter Here by PA Nightmares. If you did enjoy this and would like more content like this or would like to see these videos early, please consider joining the Nevermore. 
to join the Nevermore like I do, hit that subscribe button, bell icon next to it. If you want to see him early, you gotta get over to the patron. To the Patreon. To the Patreon page and become a patron. All patrons get access to videos early. In fact, they got access to this video over a day before it went live on YouTube. If you're interested, please check it out. It's pretty cheap, and you get your name in my videos, so that's pretty cool. So, Alright, you beautiful people. I hope you have a fantastic day. Have a good weekend, and you know, we'll see you on the next video, as we always do. So, until then, sleep away.